From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Gonna be one of those days. Good morning, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Oh, how I've missed y'all. How y'all doing this morning? It's uh, Braden, Jonathan, uh, Bill, George, and filling in for the uh, missing Glenn Kinman this morning, Mister Vince Noble. What up? The comedic relief on the hit show "Living the Water Life." I don't know about all that. Now. Yeah, Come on. he's the uh, comedy relief on the on the show. Also and known as Big don't Sugar. Don't even start. <laughs> Big Sugar and the Dawn of Indian Rocks Beach. Yeah. All I can say is I did like your episode with one of my favorite wrestlers. Jericho? Yes, sir. That was awesome. He was a great guy to go hang out with, man. <laughs> I love that guy. Did you stay out there all day with him? Or, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. you have to go uh, get something no, reconstructed? We, no, we stayed out all day. We managed to stay <laughs> off the list of Jericho. We didn't. We didn't piss him off. So it was all good. <laughs> I don't. You have to be a wrestling fan to know what that is. The, the list of Jericho. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because oh, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking. Yeah. About. His uh, his character. Well, obviously, I'm a wrestling aficionado. So his uh, favorite thing to do or his gimmick to do was if anybody offended him in any way, shape, or form, he carried around one of those you know nice metal folding clipboards. Clipboards. Uh huh. You know. And, of course, you knew you were going to get it because he would pull the pen out and he'd just be like, you just made the list. Click. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the Jericho list. The list so. of Jericho. Well, uh, Glenn is out uh, hopefully getting a day in the woods. I know that he uh, got his four-wheeler up to speed, got it worked on out there at G5 and got it tuned up and everything, getting ready for today. He said, man, as long as it doesn't rain. And I saw that line of thunder showers coming over towards the West Coast last night, and I was thinking, well... <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> so much for that, Glenn. Maybe Hernando. I know Hernando Pasco got beat up last night uh, with their giant thunderstorms, but I don't know how bad it was over there in Hillsboro. Oh, it was pretty good. And so um, I don't. It's know been if, pretty good for the last three or four nights. I don't know if Hillsboro. there's. I don't know if there's going to be any need for uh, moving some pumps around today. So hopefully he'll get out there because he's trying to get out there and get his one and dones up against, get the feeders filled and uh, clear some areas and stuff like that. He's running really behind. Mm-hmm. He's been working so much lately. So, uh, well, one of these Saturdays, I'm stealing you out of the studio, and these boys can take the show because you need a day off. And we're either going to go squirrel hunting, dove hunting, or we're going to go fishing. Well, he, Glenn, he can't take a day off. Glenn, no, he's going to. Glenn is uh, has been uh, uh, fattening up the squirrel population around his house again this year. So hopefully, it'll be a good <laughs> it'll be a good run for uh, squirrel season this year. It'll be a good time. Don't 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 worry. He's a uh... Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, there's probably an open invite to the uh, Swindle Plantation. Uh, you know, so, I'm just there. I'm, you go. I'm just I'm ancient now. You know, I'm old. And yes, I know you don't do I, anything. I'm extremely yes. old, and I, you know, I'm not as spry as I used to be. I'm like a thousand yes. and twelve. So okay, but you got to understand, we have fat boy friendly. Outfitting to where I can drive you right to the stand on the Arctic Cat, and you can walk maybe from me to Bill George, and you're on the ladder. I can walk. I can do. I can do the Bill George thing. I can go walk around the woods all day, as long as it's not nine thousand degrees anymore. Because you are old. My God, dude. That's when the old man kicks in. I'm going. 
It's a little too hot out here today to be doing this kind of stuff, huh? Where the hell's the air conditioning at? Well, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. And, you know, the uh, although I will say thank you to, you know, DK Flatwoods for back in the day inventing the, the netting because that has saved me many, many miserable days of being, as, of being just miserably hot, you know. And uh, you one of those I guys like we those, were, so. tank top and t-shirt, or oh, t-shirt, tank top, yeah, shorts, man, I'd show up underneath with, your gear? Exactly. <laughs> You know, hose down with uh, some deep woods off on, on the on the knees where you know when the when it pulls tight because those mosquitoes they can find a hole. Yeah, and uh, you know, spray your knees, spray your elbows, and maybe do across the back of your shoulders, but you didn't have to hose yourself down. Uh, you know, with the deep wood stuff, and you could actually have an enjoyable day out in the woods with a little breeze coming through your mm-hmm. through your camos. So it wasn't bad. I would always buy it like super large i'd buy you know triple x's or four x's so it just hangs off of you so when you sit down on the ground um you just kind of turn into a a blob you know there's no outline there's no you know discerning elements where deer can look over and go and then they came out with a 3d leaf yeah and uh i never could stand that 3d leaf stuff because there's always that one leaf that kept like would start tickling your neck or something (laughs) and you're going dang it i think i got a tick on me no, man, where'd he go? <laughs> so and it starts bugging you all day. But uh, hopefully there's a cold front that's parked outside of Tallahassee that our new or that our weather guys keep telling us are not going to make it down here. But that the air is going to be extremely dry for the next couple of days. So don't expect, it, don't expect any rain. Well, and that's nice good. Well, and that's it, good news for Glenn. So hopefully he can get his feeders up and get them filled. Maybe and, in a couple of weeks I can get food plots in the ground. It, it wasn't there on Wednesday. In Tallahassee. It was hot. Was it really? Yes. What were you looking at up there? 85 scorching degrees up there? No, it was it was same as down here. No. Yeah. It can't be the same as here. No it was. No. In no. the morning, it was about two or three degrees cooler. This is Pinellas County. Over here, I love it when we get down to 11 o'clock at night. Currently, right now, it's 83 degrees. And, uh, and you're like, and everybody else is in 70s. Well, that's Pinellas County. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's in Zephyr Hills. It gets a little cooler. It was, at least four, Hills. it was probably forty degrees there. Gets a little hotter and a little cooler. Hotter only during the day, only because you don't have the sea breeze as we do. Mm-hmm. Correct, but you know, they don't forget what what comes in the sea breeze is the ninety nine point nine 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 percent relative humidity. So, yeah, but I thought that, that trade really, off. I thought that relative humidity was pretty much a statewide thing. Well, I don't know. It's just been miserable. So, so anyway, I am looking forward to some cooler temperatures this year, and hopefully, I'll be able to get out and go play a little bit. So, it'll it'll be nice to uh, put some stuff back in the freezer. I'm getting kind of low on bacon. We may have to help you out. Well. That's all right. Are you done with Gators? Are you done? No. We got, well, we got a whole I, other month. What are you I, talking about? I got about? another I, month. I have. Uh, well, he's here and he looks relaxed. So, uh, you know, whenever he's using <laughs> that, it's usually in between seasons from some. I, for, I have I have used one of my six tags. George has used one of his four tags. What are you even doing? Everybody else's. How many tags did you have in your pocket? Because all I see all over the bragging board in G5 is Gator pictures, Bill George and Carlos, he Bill is George. advising and there's, or There's helping. very few of those pictures that have Bill George in it. That's because you're taking the picture. Your boat's in it. Your boat's in it. Your gear's in it. Your people are in it. I mean, well, what's the deal? I'm not there. I'm invisible, man, taking pictures from afar. 
He's behind the scenes. I guess the Wizard yeah. of Oz. So you're yeah. really you're not done. So you got to, no. Uh, I, I have more to do. So uh, I can expect this is going to be one of those last minute deals where the uh, last four weekends in a row of the last of the season we won't see you here in the studio at all, or you'll be asleep in a corner. One or the other. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be asleep in the truck. What are you talking about? Attention all McDonald's. Make sure you have t- uh, good pr- uh, tea brewed up or Keep ready to go. Keep your tea uh, filled. Uh, yeah. No, th- I, I just haven't felt real pressured this year. I'm going to go out there when it comes to filling some of my tags. I'm not going to be real picky. I'm just going to go have a good time. What? Who are you? Where's Bill George? Really? Who's hey, in your tra- No, we've, we've done pretty good so far. Translation. Translation. Bill George translation. That means I've got five or six rat hold that only I know about. Yeah, could be, could be. We're good. In could all be. reality, I'm working on a different avenue that nobody else has done. Which Dynamite? Is, which is usual. Dynamite. <laughs> M60s? No, no, a place that is typically seen as not open. I'm, I'm working to... Pinellas County? No, I have to stay Lake, in Polk Lake County. Lake Seminole? I have to stay in Polk County oh, for, yeah. for my Polk County tags, but... I'm working on a place that most people think is closed, and I'm proposing to the FWC that it's really not closed, that it's open, and I'm trying to make sure I don't get a ticket when I go out there and harvest. Attention, Channel 8, News 13, <laughs> uh, Bay, Bay News 9. 9. Yeah. Hey, Reggie, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, this could be an exclusive. Bill here. George, this is your mission if you choose to accept it. It'll be nice to see Bill George show up on live PD. And, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Cool. And as always, you will be uh, disavowed if you are yeah. caught or captured by Big and Wild Outdoors. It'll be the one time I'm staring at the TV going, I know that guy. I know that guy. <laughs> Hillsborough County. Uh, I'm like, oh, I am so calling his cell phone right now while he's on TV. <laughs> while they're putting handcuffs on him. <laughs> Can I get that? It's Braden. I need to get that. Mm-hmm. Say hi to me. Just wave at the camera and say hi, Braden. Actually, just get the website right. Just yell out, bigandwild.com. Or the phone number. Or the phone number. You oh, can't even Lord. get GMB Gator gear right. I know. <laughs> After how many years? <laughs> well, I'm not going to point out. BG Mr. Supplies. B. You know what? I'm not going to point out, Mr. Webmaster, that I don't know how long it's, it got pointed out to me yesterday. That uh, Oh, God. I tried to call the show. and Oh, uh, God. I looked at your website, and I kept dialing the number, and it, it kept going to some weird place, man. Some lady. I think lady. She's, she's really <laughs> Hello? And, uh, you know. Hi. Welcome to the Big and Wild. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> because the Go phone, break. The Go phone break. number is not 800-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. If you want to give us a call, go ahead. It's your time. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, yes. Vince, yes, sir. and Bill George. And, of course, across the glass, we have uh, Aaron, who's in there. And uh, she's all in there by herself, man. Where are all your little uh, minions that are usually hovering around and learning from the master? Why aren't they there? Or are they out uh, chopping wood or doing the Uma Thurman where you're, like, you know, hitting the board or something? What are, what are really? They? Really? They're, yeah. they're well, all out today. They're, they, you know, I always choose getting here at six thirty in the morning as a as a talking point on whether they stay <laughs> in board hopping or not. <laughs> oh, really? 
Oh, you want to learn how to be a producer? Okay, be here at uh, crack of four thirty. I like my coffee with uh, <laughs> two creams and one sugar, please, and some stuff in it. You know, so yeah. Well, they're young. Do you like to be bossy? <laughs> they're, they're young. Most do. They're young. Give them time. Stop. <laughs> uh, Glenn is out today, trying to get his uh, one and done feeders put up today. Trying to get everything up at his lease. Trying to get it done. He's really, really far behind everybody else. So. Um, now that if we have it, a weekend where it's not raining every two seconds, he's going to run up there and try to get it done. If he was wise, he wouldn't put up those feeders and he would just go hunt. Well, I'm, I'm just sure, saying. He, well, you can't, I'm you can't just saying. Both? You can't you do, just are slip you in doing, there. Are you doing something different? What is wrong with you? You can't do. You can't what? do both. Why can't you do both? Not if you want to be. You you got to get in there and at least do one hunt before you get in there and. Uh, Disturb the place a little bit. You don't disturb a place putting a one and done feeder up. What does that look for? Okay. You know, it's radio. You have to explain the, the uh, just, audacity of your look over there. I picked a different sir. Over here. I picked a different. I said you, good day, how, sir. How are you I'm getting the feeder kidding. into there? Huh? How you? Uh, four uh, wheel. It's four wheeler. He's four taking wheel, the four wheeler, putting. So you're gasoline exhaust everywhere. Hey, hey, what did we just say? Pavlov's dog. So guess what? Every time now that they hear that Arctic cat pull in there in the swamp and everything else, yeah. you know what that means? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Daddy's making sure the feeder's full because he's going to test it. <laughs> <laughs> but he had not been doing that every day uh, for the last month. He's, no. got, he's got a point, Jonathan. Is, you, have, you have one time to get in there and have your initial stealth Oh, I understand. Mode. Yeah. You get one time. Hmm. And then after that. <laughs> They start so, saying, Ooh, "So what you're saying somebody is somebody else is in my neighborhood." He should yeah. park the truck. He should walk the walk down to where he's going to put the one and done feeders. And as he walks, he could be doing some scouting as well as maybe a little hunting on the way on foot. Yeah. If he doesn't see anything in an hour or two or whatever, then you walk back, doing the same activity. Get your four wheeler and your one and dones and go out and f- complete your work. Is that if, what you're if, saying? If if that's when the feed time is. Then that that you know you might want to sit through the feed a little bit early, a little bit late. Well, let's because they're not always let's, on time. Let me look at my handy dandy Garmin watch and I'll tell you exactly what the feed times are. Do well, let's say it's it's been about a full moon. So, what what are we looking at? Um, right let's about say, now. No, about one o'clock today. One thirty. You're what's, not going to see any hogs walking around at what, one o'clock today. It's too hot. What, what's major feed time? No, you that right there is yeah. What what about major feed time? What was major feed time today? I'm waiting on GPS. Signal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so much for that watch. <laughs> well, go. Wait, let listen, me down, bro. Listen, wait, let me down. No, no, no. No, if I'm, you, I'll if look you've been, it up. Hold on. You, no, no. If you've been hunting. For any length of time in your life. You don't need no stinking watch. You don't need no stinking watch. Okay, well, I'll go to you the FWC t- you- app and look it up for you. What time did the moon rise last night? Seven something it, or seven, other. Seven okay. fifty-five. Yeah. Okay, so you got... Was um, it really 55 or yeah. you just shooting out? No, that's 55. Okay. okay, so I'm just saying, you, you go out there, you look at it, and you say, okay, now you got so many hours before, after, blah, blah. You, but you got to take into consideration okay. other activities are you, that are going on. I got the times. You want them? It's going to be extremely yeah, what's, hot. What's major? What's First major? major, 3.40 a.m. to 5.46 a.m. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Second major is 4.09 p.m. to 6.11. 
And you're okay. telling him one o'clock in the heat of the day. Well, basically, bullshock four, thirty nine. First, okay. first yeah. minor, first minor is one or ten twenty five to eleven twenty nine. Second minor is nine fifty seven p.m. to ten fifty seven. So you're PM. way off, brother. That's two hours off. <laughs> That's a lot of difference. Yeah. Two hours off is a big difference. But, but I'm not in my hunting hunting mode. I mean, I'm paying attention, but I'm not. Well, and how many times though, have you seen this? And this is something I've seen starting to guide and everything else. When it's a full moon, like what you're saying, I've always gone by the minor and seen more activity than I have seen through the major. So you're starting to guide, but why are you using the FWC app to look stuff up? You should know this already. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. He's got the watch. Just leave him alone. Really? <laughs> John, really? I love you, brother. We're gonna, you're going to bring that here. Okay. He's got the why watch. Why do I have the FWC app downloaded? Well, I mean, everybody, everybody should have. So there's a bob, hey, hey, guess what? There's a bobcat at the taxidermist. At my shop that really wished I didn't have the FWC app open or on my phone because, uh, yeah, I found out it was bobcat season. <laughs> so rare. All right. That's all good. You go. well, so facial LaFleur, total facial. So hopefully Glenn will either A, get his feeders done, or B, maybe even come home with a little bit of pork. So it's, it'll be or a good she, day. Just do nothing. Exactly. Exactly. He's not here. He's out having fun. So that's all that matters. And he gets to run around on his brand new fixed up four-wheeler and it'll be good. Yep. So it's not going to be a bad Because I can tell you right now, it ain't going to take him long to hang them feeders. Well, see, there you go, Bill George. It's not. He doesn't have to go through all the rigmarole that you have to go through where you have to go out there with a welder and a and a crane and, you know, a couple other things. I'm going to have to take a pair of gloves to go get my old feeder open. That's what I'm saying. You because know? it's covered up with Bondo oh and gosh. chicken wire. <laughs> Bill George. What kind of crap are you doing in Polk County, Bill, dude? No, this this isn't Polk County. Oh my Bill, lord! Bill George is I hanging. have had a I have had a rodent issue, and I'm I'm not a guy who who runs a feeder constantly. And the little squirrels decide when it's not throwing corn anymore. That's easy for them. They're going to burrow in through the plastic <laughs> and go get what they think might still be in that little acorn yeah. up in the tree. Well, all I can tell them is good luck, boys. What else have they got to do all day? Nothing. That's right, except gnaw on your feeder. Bill George has doctored his feeders and repaired it with so much Bondo and everything else over the years. <laughs> the reason why we have Sims Crane as a sponsor of the show to get his feeders is, out of the and so we can pay so for you can the, swing in there. Yeah, swing the crane in there and get them and pull so them in and out. Did y'all get 30s or 55s? <laughs> so we can get them in. When, when Jeff came down for the alligator hunt, um, he had an extra thirty on the on the uh, trailer that I ended up with, and um, that's a Glenn 30, had two of the the big boys. That's a thirty pounder for those who don't know. We're talking about the feeder, the one and thirty, 30 pounder, gallon. thirty gallons. Thirty gallons, yeah. Well, gallon. How much is a gallon? For those who don't know, that <laughs> feeder, the feeder, the <laughs> thirty gallon, the thirty gallon will hold close to two hundred pounds. There you go. So it's all good. And you got the little one, and you haven't put it up yet. You haven't no. swapped them out? No. Okay. I'm debating on putting it in the backyard. The, the, Why don't you fit- take the old cruddy one and put it in the backyard and take the one and done and put it out where you're actually trying to attempt to take game? Because he wants to keep Mama happy. 
Well, Mama can be happy with that old beater out there banging and clanging all day. And I have, you know? I have, were you not I here when they were building the house squirrels. and everything he went through building the house? Yes. You really want to take a raggedy old feeder and put it in the backyard? Well, it's in the bayhead. It's in the bayhead. See, apparently paint and bondo can make it look good. It'll be all good. It'll be hanging. It don't See, it doesn't matter. So take the old one, the cruddy one, and take it home and take the new one and put it out Yeah, there. he hasn't had bear issues yet. That's what he's trying to say. Oh, at, up in Penasovsky? No, I'm talking about at the house. It is hanging because of a bear took all no, the legs No, I'm talking about at your house. You oh, haven't no, had any bear no, issues yet. No, so no. One panther come through the yard a while back. There you go. At your house? Yeah. Well, there are no more panthers in Florida. How can you say that? It must have been a kitty cat. Must have been. Really? Must have been a kitty cat. Bobcat on steroids. Well, you know what? I, I've got to ask Bill George. Uh, he was up in Tallahassee this past week for the meeting up there, uh, with the meeting of the minds with the FWC. Um, you know, and we have Vince in here today. Of course, he's doing living the water life, and uh, the second season has already kicked off. So you can go check it out on Carbon TV, Carbon TV, uh, and uh, dot was it dot com or net com. dot com. And uh, download it on your phone or your iPad or anywhere else, and you can go watch some great outdoor activities anytime you want to. You don't have to wait for something to be scheduled on cable. It's already there. It's ready to go. But um, I know that Bill uh, Bill George was up there at the FWC, and you and Captain Pollard were trying to debate on what uh, is going to be happening with all this red tide that's happening along the west coast of Florida. Oh, yeah. Vince and, came up there to help out. And, uh, well, there's not really much you can do about red tide, <laughs> which I thought was very interesting that all of a sudden now the local media has changed their tunes and all of a sudden, apparently they must listen to the show because somebody somewhere in the back of the newsroom said, you know, this red tide isn't caused by politicians. And apparently they went and talked to some experts and the expert says, yeah, you know, Bill Nelson and everybody else and, uh, you know, Scott, and they had nothing to do with this. And it has nothing to do with fresh water being dumped into the salt water. Isn't that amazing? How, oh, uh, how that was guess ec- what? Red Tide can't even survive in fresh water. It was amazing mm. how that was and echoed. Fresh water would might actually help the e- situation. Echoed through the transmitter of this very show. and uh, Big sugar. Somehow or another it... Uh, <laughs> Look at that. It's time for a break. (laughs) Somehow or another, it got twisted around that it was... uh, Saved by Aaron. That somehow some politician somewhere that was, uh, you know, out fishing and peeing in the pond while he was doing it apparently caused a red tide. I don't know. Wow. Well, we'll it's not a far stretch. After the break. Yeah, but we're going to take a quick break. (laughs) The Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford and Chief Five Feet Outdoor. You guys suck. Hello. Keep it. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, Vince, and Bill George. We're all in the studio today. Uh, Next week, we will not be in here. We will be out at the uh, Florida Sportsman's Expo. Is that correct? I think uh, next week it is. So uh, I, I will be making my appearance. GMB Gator. (laughs) (laughs) GMB Gator. Nine, ten o'clock, probably eleven. GB Gator uh, gear will be out there. He's Jonathan right. Arrow will be out there. Arrow and uh, Archery will be out there. Um, he'll he'll be out there. Uh, I think G Five is going to be there. Barracuda Tackle is going to be there. Uh, Twisted I, Limbs is going to be there. 
uh, boat fishing. Uh, I mean, every, it's going to be a lot of people there. And uh, then apparently Vince is going to be there, too. You, uh, what capacity are you going to be there? Yeah, are you giving a seminar? Are you nah, just dude, gonna... I'm, I'm, I'm support. I'm just coming to help. Oh, hey, hang, hang one, with the boys. I have one bit of bad news for the expo next weekend. The Iron Buck tournament is not going to happen this year. What? No. Why? Uh, logistics. Price of scrap metal was up <laughs> and he scrapped the uh, Iron Bucks. No, I didn't scrap those. Trust me. So if we can't have the iron, can we have the real deal? Uh, yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> I'm sure the FWC wouldn't mind that. Really? <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah, no, the stuffed ones, not the real how, animals. How about man. This? The stuffed target ones. This, this is we take a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, we put out at a hundred yards, and we move it back in five yard increments until somebody hits it, and the first person who hits it gets it. So Bill's donating a hundred dollars. That's so, nice, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Is that open for everybody? Why not? Wait, you got to pay five dollars to win a hundred dollars. That's a pretty good return, actually. If you think I'm about, about it. to say, I'm five but we started at a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. work our way back. Yeah. What if you hit it at a hundred right off the bat? Well, then, then you, you get with it. the contest. <laughs> so obviously, you don't want me entering. I hey, you can't you, enter. It's your listen, thing. You're listen, the one making no, no, the five no, bucks. No, Come it, on it, now. It, it, I just. <laughs> I don't think oh, you can hit it. Can't I don't double think dip, you bro. can no. hit it at 100 yards on your first shot. I don't think so. Can you hit it at 100 yards, you think? No. On the first shot? No. Mm-hmm. I think you could. I don't think so. Mike. Let me go check my you Let me go dial no, my bow no, in. No, no, no. Just, you know you're going to pull well, it out. Well, I, okay, I'm just going to go grab a bow off the shelf and no, shoot it 100 yards. your bow out of your case. Yeah. Come out there okay. and shoot it. That's and you can't are... dial it in between now and next week either. Yeah, you well, can't that, go home that, and practice. That's not fair. You that's can not dial fair it at in. all. Uh, no, I'm with Jonathan. on that. Everybody else gets to. So why couldn't he do it? <laughs> he everybody can, else he can dial it in all he wants. He can dial it in. He's going to get one shot. There you go. Everybody gets one shot? What, what, five type, bucks. Of, what type of target do we need out there? <laughs> A very big, wide, giant yeah. bale of hay. A hundred yards, man. You can go... Trust me. I've seen people well, at 100 yards when when the, uh, well, they do the, the pro- shoot up in citrus. The issue is, is we've already kind of nixed this. So where we were going to have the tournament is back there between the ponds is the only place capable of doing that. That's yeah, the only place with enough uh, room. It doesn't matter. You're going to hit it. So we just need to turn no, around. Jonathan's and not going to do it. Take a little itty bitty target out there. He can't do it. He I know he can't do it. No, that's why I'm dude, putting no, up the can hit it. I'm saying he I'm can't not, participate. Hey, I'm having enough issues with insurance and everything else. Sorry. I'm out. Pull the cord. I'm out. I, I look at it, I look at hey, it this way. Go big or go home. I pull the cord. I'm done. We were out at Fishhawk. When Glenn and I were out there, we were broadcasting, and we had our, had our bows, and there was one that was a hay bale that was 100 yards. And I have my long bow, so I can only imagine what you could do with a compound bow. <laughs> And uh, I I go, I pull it back, and, and Glenn's like, no, go up a little bit more. No, a little bit more right about there, somewhere around there. Let it go. Pew, I let it go. I think that arrow landed in Pasco County. Uh, <laughs> I, so, I mean, so don't think that, you know. We never did get to the red fit, the red tie. No, we <laughs> so what I'm saying we're is. We're circling back around. The liability of, of, of somebody sending an arrow over there on bouncing it off a of 301 or uh, off of Orient Road is, is a I great possibility. So you got you can't do it that way. We we do 
when they go up to the uh, bow hunters jamboree, which yes. if 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 you enjoy bow hunting, that's ten thousand acres of know, whipping but, an arrow. But it somewhere. is it is a it is an absolute blast up there, running mm-hmm. around the woods and having a good time. But they do have one of those very long and very large targets, hundred yard uh, oak. Okay, and some years it's all kinds of stuff, Godzilla. Yeah, big. You know, it's it's a big old target. And you shoot it at a long distance. It's amazing how many people miss hit. Well, no, it's not amazing how many miss. It's a, it's amazing to me that there are a number of people that do do hit it, even oh, though there's it's a very large pro- target. The uh, Reinhardt 100. Mm-hmm. You know, they do out there and do that. But I mean, I've been at uh, I've been at several of them and seen Iron Buck tournaments to where guys are shooting 80 and 90 yards to oh, wow. settle it. I mean, that's yeah. That's a long shot. That's a long, long way. It's longer than you think it is, but because yeah. that arrow is not going straight at that point, it's coming down. It's dropping, down. yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. It's easy to overshoot that and send it up into uh, Sumter County somewhere. So it's it's not that you know, just the liability reasons. So you gotta you gotta have it set up right. But we'll but, have to turn around and go out to some place like Glenn's or my house and. Settle lose, this. Oh, please let me know when you do this. Lose some more arrows? Sure. Why no, not? We'll, we'll go settle. Go to my house. Anybody's. I mean, he's got plenty of room. Let's go. Glenn's getting neighbors now, man. You may kill somebody's cat. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, before the break, <laughs> we were talking a little bit about the uh, red Bring tide. Bring it back around. Yeah. <laughs> the red tide going on out there. I'm not, I haven't been out at the beach since. Uh, it's your turn, uh, Vince. Somewhere. <laughs> And um, it's been a while. Let's just put it that way. So I haven't had the pleasure of going out and seeing all the dead fish mm. uh, and, and doing all the things in the back bayous and in the intercoastal. But, but nope. uh, you've been out there quite a bit. And Captain Pollard, of course, is, out, every day. Uh, is out there trying to make a living uh, at least a few days out of the week. Uh, what's he saying out there? Is well, it can, getting better? I, I getting can worse? tell you for hands firsthand, there's no red tide in Paso Grove, Fort DeSoto, Back of the bay, the bay's clean, the intercoastal's clean, and all the red all the red tide has been offshore. And it's now finally starting to drift in and hit the beachside. But hopefully with these winds coming up in the next few days this week, it'll start blowing it back out. Nuh-uh. We don't yeah. Nuh-uh. Uh, According to everybody every every <laughs> news agency you see, well, it's killed you know everything what? from the goldfish to <laughs> the news I agencies mean, are idiots. Yeah, they're they're just good. saying. But but now the thing is, is with the red tide moving in and out this time of year, hopefully, again, we need some cold weather and uh, Surely we, need a, hur- we need a hurricane. Well, tropical why storm. Do, why do we need a hurricane? I don't want to. I don't need a hurricane. Because to, uh, fresh water I, no, no. I, because of why? Because of why? Because the fresh water is going to kill it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Take it. Take it like a man. Rip the band-aid <laughs> off. Let's go. Well, usually if you think about when but the cold front. But also the winds and everything will pull it out. When, yeah. the cold, when the cold fronts push down through the, through the north, they usually bring rain with them. Yep. So uh, you get the benefits of both. Me personally, I'd rather have cold fronts than hurricanes. So, yeah. hurricane. A, a small so, tropical storm. I, I don't even want that. I would like just one of those one of those years where every week or every two weeks we get that cold front to push us through here, push us through here, push us through here, push us you through here. So, old. so that it actually uh no, you you know, gets rid of the red tide out there. And I'm not the only one. I'm sure every business out there would probably want the same thing. So well, they'd they'd rather have German tourists out there swimming around at forty degrees. 
than uh, people leaving with a tropical storm or hurricane roaring through. Well, so, I, ha- I have something to say. On the, FWC did a rather uh, nice talk on the red tide at the thing. If anybody has a chance and you want to learn a little bit more about red tide and the algae blooms and the different types of algae and what the, where they come from and how they, they're living, go to the Florida Channel and, and look up Wednesday's uh, FWC meeting. And you can find it. Go in there and they're talking about that red tide. And it, it's pretty interesting. We can, thing, we can thank Canada for the red tide. Uh, Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Well, okay. And where's your fact for that? You think about it all well, that, no, all no, no. You all think that it, algae you think came about from up there. You think about you walk on this ground and you're dragging stuff on your feet, right? Yeah. You're dragging it and you're you're transforming you're transferring all that stuff that's on the bottom of your shoe wherever you go, correct? The boats that came up from there brought it in there in their village pumps. They dumped their How pumps. How do you know they it wasn't it. here to begin with? Man, come on. Because How do you know? Because it's the certain type that it is is usually found up there around that area. So now why it's been isn't it on the Atlantic side? Why? Why are you even shocked? Why isn't there, it on the? Why Atlantic are you even side? shocked that there's another invasive species in the state <laughs> of Florida? Why isn't it on the Atlantic side? Why don't you go look up Google? <laughs> All right, time, ding, time out. G O O G L E. Good they call. Hop, skipped, and jumped down the Mississippi. Okay. No, it did not. It so after the break, ships. okay, I, I got this. We got to go to break. This is Big Wild Outdoors, <laughs> brought to you by G Five Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. See you. Okay, well, welcome back. This there's is only, the perfect song one, to come back to. Judge. How else are you going to know who's there's good only and bad? One judge. Hey, hey, okay. hey, no, no. Okay, Judge Kavanaugh. I haven't. <laughs> hey, hey, I haven't dinged the bell to resume here yet. Okay, everybody, good. We're ready to come out of I'm, our corners. I'm All right, quiet. Ding. Round two. So we so. were talking about red tide before the break, and uh, we know that it's affecting some of our local fishermen, especially those who are uh, full-time guides and captains out there. Uh, it doesn't seem to be affecting too many that are heading way, way offshore and doing their things out there. As a matter of fact, uh, Tom Free, when they had their little tournament on Pier 60 last weekend, they uh, there were dead fish floating around, but they also caught quite a few fish out there. So... Like anything else, it's, you know, it's the luck of the draw and anything else. So uh, he even said that he saw a few dead lionfish uh, amongst some of the critters out there, which it's hard to weep for them. But, you know, next, to, good a with giant, that. next to a 30-inch snook, it kind of makes you go, oh, man. And- so, uh, you know, the FWC and their infinite wisdom, you know, they put the little restrictions on everybody where it's catch and release only. As a matter of fact, we have the, the the map and the information right there on our Facebook page. If you uh, go and like our page or follow us there on the uh, Big and Wild on Facebook. And uh, it's so funny because fishermen are so quick to agree and impose uh, sanctions upon themselves, even if it is to the detriment of their said livelihood. Um, uh, I got a, a question for you. What? What fishermen were really behind it? Uh, guides were uh, behind it. A lot of recreational people were behind it. Just about every fisherman I would think that was out there who catches a smoke or redfish uh, would say they're the same people who said, we didn't like it because the, but there's nothing we can do. When the cold front came through, killed all those snook, everything else, and we had to sit on our hands for, uh, what, five, four years or more mm-hmm. and and couldn't do anything with them but catch them and look and, at them and go, okay, let and, it go. and. Going back to that point in time, after the snook recovered from that very devastating cold snap, 
how long did it take to get it back open after populations were at recovery point? Wasn't it about a year? Oh, it, it, and who was fighting opening it up? The fishermen, the guides. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's their livelihood. Yeah. Well, you they, know, they you make a lot of money but, but by here's, catch but and here's release. The thing, though, Bill. Yeah, catch and release. Uh, All but, those redfish and snook are coming inshore and going into the bay, right? And did if you, we, did if you we listen to the FWC reports? If we if we didn't close it off and we fished all those fish out of that bay, every guy in the world's going to be in the back of that bay fishing, pulling out reds and pulling out snook, right? I'm saying, did you and listen then, to and the And then report? what happens? And what happens when the red tide comes in? Now we have total devastation. We won't have anything in the bay. All the estuaries are gone. All the fish are gone. And now we still have to wait five more years. Did you listen to the scientists? No. Okay. You don't have to. The scientists don't live here. <laughs> yes, they do. No, they don't. <laughs> the uh, FWC Marine Institute. Uh, or and the how many days a week Institute. are they out fishing and actually seeing anything? Uh, probably seven. Probably not. But, they have a bunch of college students running around there. If they get done smoking pot at lunch, they go walk around and go, hey, look, this, dude, there's this, a dead snook making mark This on is the what I came out board. of the FWC meeting with. The, the snook population is exceeding the 20-year average currently. As of not long ago, where we have more than we've had in 20 years average out there right now. So who's, our who's populations are doing really good. It is also these fish are not the one I support closing it down as a, as a matter of caution. But as soon as we get beyond the, the, the potential crash, as you, you talk it, if, if our populations are still at or exceeding the 20-year average. Now, keep in mind, that's going up and down a little bit. Okay. We could be slightly below and not be in trouble. But if we are at our 20-year average or above, we shouldn't be waiting a year to open it back up. It, it It's put in as a measure of caution. I understand I, what you I, mean. I say give them a break, though. I mean, dude, everybody oh, fishes. Well, Bill George is saying give them a break, but he's saying that when, when they come back in, they go, they've had enough of a you break. We should open it back up have, and not take a year to, to open it back well, up. Well, it shouldn't be. And I, what I'm like, what he's saying is what I agree with. When it comes back, it's open. Not now we have to go through oh, yeah, three right. committees, four meetings, and everything else. Guess what? Here's the numbers. This is what we're going by. Uh, yeah, it's open again, guys. Have I, at it. I'm, well, I'm going to be real interested to see where we are on that 20-year average. And, I mean, they just mo very recently looked at that well at, well into the red tide issue, and we're still exceeding, exceeding or at, and they measure uh, the, adult the, and the, juvenile populations. The reds, and, reds and snooker out there. Yeah, so they're out there. Trust me. And well, how many? In all the dead fish you see piled up, how many snook and redfish are there compared to everything else? Uh, mostly it's, bait, it's mostly yeah. bait fish and pinfish pin and things oh, like why that. Why don't we that close pinfish? Because they're not a game fish, and nobody makes well, any money off of them except for uh, we don't care about that species. Yeah, we use them for no, bait. No, we don't. We don't <laughs> care about <laughs> the white species. Hold on, now, huh? <laughs> Bill the George. What you have to remember this: uh, we're talking about two different. We're actually talking about more than one different group you have your commercial guys out there who are uh going way offshore and they're doing what they do we got guys like dean and everybody else who's getting ready for the mullet run and and that's what they're looking forward to uh you have snook fishermen and red fishermen and guides who are out there every single day and then you have the recreational guys who go stand out there with their kids but nobody cares about those people 
when you see the news reports, when you see Channel 8 or Channel 10 or anything total else like that, it's total devastation because they show one dead manatee and two dead dolphins and a sea turtle. That's what it turns into about. The people that are living in Ocala or on the, on the East Coast, those people, the same people who fought the bear hunts tooth and nail, when they see those pictures – then they blame it all on, and you saw it going around. It's Rick Scott. It's Bill Nelson. It's it's uh, Jim, jump back <laughs> Jim Bob. That. It's everybody's big sugar. It's it's Okeechobee. It's it's golf courses. It's everybody's fault. It's not something that's a natural occurrence, and because in their minds, they're killing dolphins and they're wounding turtles, and they they have no idea what about snooker reds or anything else like that. They could care less because no. they're not cute and cuddly. And never I, been in a Disney movie. I, all I say is the there is a segment of a very active population of people who are typically your guys are very organized, very active, and they turn around and m- number of years ago, many of them fought open and snook back up for the common guy to catch and keep and eat because they like to eat them. They're good eating. Okay, but you know. When when a population is good, we already manage redfish, not for what the carrying capacity is, but for a high catch rate and and very low keep. That that fishery is already managed well. We could we could surplus. hurt that fish way more than we do. Oh yeah, there's and, a surplus. And we don't, so we're already at a conservative. Now we've gone to a zero take. Okay. It, for well, a fish that's not in trouble. And I have a question that I want to throw out to you guys. And I talked to someone who is from the Louisiana area. And their comment to me was, is they think that the fishery around here would be better if we took the limits off of some of these bigger fish and got them out. And the big 44s. and Exactly. Yeah. And oh. that's something for me that I've never understood why we have this magical, this many inch cutoff line. Because, I mean, I look at, again, I look at it like me managing the property up there in North Florida or something like that. There comes a point in time where, how do we, how do I say this politely, which really I don't care. You got to take somebody off feed bill. I mean, you know what I mean? And you got to make room for the new stock the the thing is for your average redfish and that i do not believe that those really big ones are in you know that's what they say is they're they're really not in all the time up here in in our state waters no they're here and there i mean we ran across we took out brad sostak yeah a couple weeks ago and we were fishing and we ran across a giant school it was like 300 plus the first two casts we pulled out a 44 and a 37 yeah just like that you know, they're huge, yeah. and every every one of them redfish were all about that size, and and that's that's what they call that breeding that the breeders the the, right. the breeding aggregate. It, it, it's always interesting listening to uh, you know those uh, scientists in all their terms and everything, <laughs> but. You know those thirty-five, forty inchers, man. They are the best breeders when it comes to covering them with light breadcrumbs and putting them on grease. A little Italian dressing on top. A little top. High five for you. Maybe some people need, uh, you know, 
little old bay or something. It'd be nice. But we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to continue this conversation. If you want to jump in, 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay with us, you guys. 